0: Welcome to the ins and outs of selling a business featuring Keith D, a presentation of Osage Advisors. Well, hello, everyone. This is David Yaz, producer at the Boston Podcast Network and proud host of the ins and outs of selling a business with Keith D. He's here in the virtual studio as usual. How are you, my friend?
1: I am great. I've invited Mark Rollins of uh, Retirement Transform to join us. Mark was a part of a family business and after many years they decided to sell the company and i thought having mark with us today to talk about his experience through that through that sales process and how he envisioned himself after the sale could really benefit our audience so mark welcome so you went through this as you said you know if reflecting back if you, you went through this intense process you know 6 9 months highly emotional and then all of a sudden, the day comes. You sell the company. You sign the papers, and it's day one after the sale. You know, you're still there. You're still working. You have a commitment. But how did you feel? I mean, I mean, you just went through this exhaustive process. But you know, business doesn't stop to give you a break on day one. If everything continues on, in fact, if from my perspective, then the integration piece happens. That they want to kind of merge your business with their business. So how did I mean? You, it's hard to kind of. Maybe you can put some perspective from a sure. business owner. Where, how did you feel on that day one after the sale?
0: Well, we had a closing date of May first. We didn't close until May twenty fifth. We didn't actually close the deal effective May first. And I, in my head, since it was a public company, we couldn't speak about it. So we had six of our leadership team. We brought them in probably two weeks before the day of the closing. So the middle of April, we told six people and they were upset and they cried and all of that. And we reassured them everything's gonna be fine. But you know those 24, 25 days in May, when it was still, we need this and we need that. And I'm thinking, what the hell? I thought this thing was done. But then finally on a Friday... At four o'clock in the afternoon, the attorney for the buyer sends out what was probably his 300th email, but he sends out this email at four o'clock on Friday that said, The deal has closed. The funds have been transferred. Now, that no,
1: no congratulations, no nothing. No, right? no, is, no, it's, no. It's just a very, the deal's very black and white, right? Yeah. And it's like the why and nothing's in person. It's all electronic, right? So you're right. like, Okay. You're looking at your phone. The deal's closed, and you're like, "There's 35 years of my life," and then I got a, a notice on my iPhone, right? So,
0: well, 105 years of a family business, <laughs> right? Right. So- but he had a, he had another deal he had to work on, so right. so he's um, moving on. And the point wasn't so much that it was a cold email; it was a corporate lawyer email, which yeah, is yeah. It's, and it's he's true. a good guy, he had good personality, and all that. But that you know, when you swap over to your bank account and you take a look at the uh, balance in your business checking account. Right. Like, wow. So that weekend was fantastic. It was, we were on a huge high, huge. Now, Monday morning was tough. So Monday morning, we had to tell our team because corporate was going to do the press release that Monday. So we got everyone in a room and Chuck and I told them what happened and what we had done and all of that. And they were they cried, some were congratulations, but they were so upset and they all, all they wanted to know is, are you guys staying? So we reassured them that we we have a contract for three years and both of us plan on working a lot longer. So we got through that. And then we had to t- call our, you know, 25 largest clients. And it was interesting because our clients, each phone call, they all asked the same three questions. The first one was, is this good for you? So, yeah, it's great for us. Second question is, are you hanging around? Yeah, I'm hanging around. Awesome. Well, what about Mary or John or Bill, the people that really handle my account day to day? Are they going to be around? Yeah. Well, great. I'm happy for you. Let's have lunch one day and we can celebrate. And that was it. There was no... Oh, uh, there was, it was so surprising, the reaction that we got. And I thought it'd be a lot worse. I thought people would say, oh, you sold yourself out. You're a family business. What's wrong with you? You're just going to go to Florida and retire now. And none of that. Absolutely none of that.
1: Well, it's interesting because you, you have these preconceived notions that you go into this. And You've developed these relationships with 105-year family business. You guys, you and your brother and other family members are involved for the last you know 30-40 years. And you you feel that you, know, you have these personal relationships, but you know, business goes on, but to yourself, you're looking at it, and I've had conversations with clients about this as how's my customer going to react? You know, that how are they gonna react to this? And the fact is, you know. The day after the sale, nothing's really changed from a day-to-day working standpoint. You're still doing what you got to do to make this thing a smooth transition, and then eventually you leave, like you you did, what uh, three or four years later. But you know, you know, day one, then day two, then day three. I mean, and then you are right there. You are working the business, and you know what? What, what was what changed for you from a, a you know? you know, we get a lot of these questions today. Well, I don't know if like, you know, working for somebody, I'm no longer the owner, how that affects your day-to-day life when you're still working, because no one's leaving on a day of sale. It's very rare, right? You know, it's going to be a two-year agreement, a three-year agreement, but how did, you know, how did that, you know, I guess, emotionally, psychology, psychologically affect you if it did at all, you know, you got the big check on Friday, had a great weekend. Monday reality is, Hey, I'm back at work. Right. But you're no longer on the business. Maybe you can just speak a little bit about that because that's a big piece to owner's transition, whether it's consulting, whether it's a two year agreement, whether it's, they stay in uh, longer term, maybe there's something, you know, you can maybe give some advice to from our, for our audience on that.
0: Yeah, I can. There's, there's a great book that I would recommend everybody read. It's called The Way of Transition by William Bridges. Now, I read that about a year and a half ago. And what it did was it brought to light this whole concept of life transitions. And there's a few other books that are good, but this is such an easy read and it's such a great concept. And there's three phases of a transition. And the first one is letting go of the old. So I sold the company. It's not mine anymore. I need to deal with that. Now, I wish I had read this book before I sold the company because the next phase is called, he calls it the neutral zone. Other people call it the messy middle. And the messy middle is regret, remorse, anxiety, did I do the right thing? What am I going to do next? I don't even know my new boss. You get all of this stuff going on in your head and that can last for months or years. It's torture. The third phase is the new beginning. What is it going to be like? What is your new role going to be? What is your You know, what is your future look like? So when you sell your company, if you don't let go of who you were, CEO of Rollins Agency, in my case, you know, and you're hanging on to that, it's kind of hard to hang on to that because in actual fact, that's not your job anymore. So then you're in the middle trying to f- figure things out, but you can't get out of the middle until you f- figure out the future. What is the new beginning going to look like? So to answer your question in this case, I, I struggled. I mean, I did because I didn't really know. I, I had real strong emotions. It wasn't remorse or regret. It was, oh my God, you know, it was just so so much easier before. As I said before the sale, I wasn't working that hard. So I, you know, I knew in my head I wanted a role in leadership in a new company. And I got what I wanted. I'm running the office. And for three years, we did five acquisitions. We took our company from $6 million in revenue to $18 million, And we went from 25 employees to 80. So talk about change. I mean, I didn't have time to worry about anything. I just was just going at it hard. And it was at the end of that three-year period when my contract was up that I said, wow, that was some ride, but now I need to chill a little bit. So there is a transition that takes place and it's hard, And but you have to work through it because the other side is just amazing. Absolutely You know, now that I'm out of the business, I I worked hard for three years and then I had a two-year transition and I was getting bored. I knew we wanted to do something else and I was traveling too much and drinking too much and eating too much and not exercising. So that's how Jody and I ended up with creating this new company.
1: So that's terrific. You know, you made a really good point that I want to emphasize here is, you know, selling the business can be somewhat of a freeing experience to a CEO business owner, because what we've seen in a number of situations with our clients and is that the new ownership is looking for you to be strategic and more of a strategic role, like in your case, finding acquisitions, finding other similar businesses through your relationships mainly that Are excited about you know possibly joining the team, and you know again you had a three year run doing that. So I think it's important to you know when you that it can be you're no longer chained to your desk. You're no longer dealing with the bank and the human resource piece and some of the operations. Really focused on strategy and growth, and you know as a step from selling to leaving the business that whether it be two years three years or etc there is an opportunity for you really to have some fun yeah
0: i mean i i always loved acquisitions i always loved bringing on new team members i always loved bringing on new clients i mean that's the best now that we were part of a bigger company we were you know we were a top six broker in the united states so the issue of I need to give my insurance to, you know, one of the top 10 brokers. Well, that's now taken care of. Right. As a regional broker, we couldn't do that. So there was that piece, but you're right. I, we had a full-time HR person. Now we had a national HR person, national finance person. So we had a lot of resources that really helped free me up from the day to day of running the business. And I got to do what I was really good at and what I enjoyed.
1: Well, Mark, I, I, I can't thank you enough for being on our, our podcast today. You know, life after the sale. You know, obviously you and, and Jody, your partner and, and wife, and you started this business, Retirement Transformed. Is, is there anything about the company that's new and exciting that you want to share with our audience before we wrap things up?
0: Sure. And thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Our business, Retirement Transformed, has, it's, it's a lifelong passion for us. I'm 64, Jody's 55, and we both plan on living at least 30 more years. And and that's part of the problem when you reach retirement age is it's a long time. I mean, my, my career was 38. Now I'm staring down 30 to 40 more years. You just can't fill that time with nothing. So we've got this business and we spend probably 20 to 30 hours a week on it, but it doesn't feel like work. Well, we have a, a great Facebook community that's free. We go live in there uh, every Tuesday at 1230. Jody and I are launching a YouTube channel the first week of May. And I can give you that link if you want it. And we're excited about that. And we do one-on-one coaching. We're available for speaking um, engagements. We're, we're really just taking this whole concept of the non-financial retirement planning, you know, to a new level, to any level, because it doesn't really exist. So we've met some other people around the world that do a little bit of this, but we're really, you know, hoping to change the uh, perception and the reality of retirement, not only for Jody and I, but for the 10,000 people turning 65 every day and for our kids and our kids' kids.
1: Well, you know, it doesn't sound like retirement to me. You're, you're, you guys are cr- incredibly busy and it's more like a life journey. And it sounds like you guys are uh, enjoying the, uh, yourself. You're enjoying each other. You're enjoying what you're doing with your new business. And uh, we greatly appreciate you being here today. And hey, Dave, this is you know our first guest and it has been terrific. And Mark, we we thank you so much for being with us.
0: Well, thank you. I'm grateful for the opportunity to speak with you, Keith and Dave, um, as always. So thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to tell my story. You're quite welcome. Thanks, Mark. And thanks, Keith, of course. Look for information on all of Mark's projects in the show notes. If you like this podcast, we appreciate it. If you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. And we thank you for listening to the ins and outs of selling a business.